Yo, it's blue for sure. He is standing on top of the body. What? No no no, green is self-reporting. Ha 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 no I'm not. I watched you kill red in navigation. No, no you self-reported last game too when you cocked me from getting my last task. Hey Evelione, he just wanted to say that purple sense pretty sus because he has been very quiet. Sai, well who are we voting for? Or are we skipping? We have to vote this time or they will just double kill us the next round. I vote blue. Remember when Fall Guys was cool? Haha I don't. All I remember is playing among us. Oh. We did it again. Looks like the show is starting. Entering the mountain view. Cheese Doritos. Gamer girl bathwater. And avoiding your responsibility zone in 3, 2, 1. The countdown. I don't know when I started it. Oh. You do this every time. Welcome to Game Lust. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds so wrong when you say that. Welcome back to the Game Lust Podcast. I'm your host, Kyle Armstrong. Sitting here on my left, we got Josh Langdon. Um, hold on, I'm trying to think of something funny to say. Uh, 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 nah, I got nothing. And across the table from me, Alex Langdon. Have you ever liked games too much? You like games? <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever gone on to uh, Lover's Lab and looked up Skyrim Adult Mods? <laughs> we just did. <laughs> <laughs> trying to find the mod of the week. All right, yeah, we got some uh, interesting stuff to talk about. Big Bethesda, uh, Microsoft thing going down, uh, some Ubisoft thingies maybe, and uh, Todd God Howard and some other things to talk about. But first, as always, Scuff Mod of the Week. What do we pick again? Uh, oh yeah, we win Liberty, Liberty Sean. <laughs> you can explain this. This is your second. All right. Liberty Sean. Okay. You ever play fo- you ever- Okay. Okay, we're just going right into it. You don't yeah, want to explain it? No, I mean, I'll give a little bit of extra. Right, you ever is. play Fallout 4? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> this is Fallout 4 mod. So here's the intro to Fallout 4. It's <laughs> <laughs> holding the whole thing, dude. All right, since we're laughing and not explaining this, it turns Baby Sean into Liberty Prime in the early parts of the game. So he's just holding Liberty Prime as a baby. <laughs> it's still like five feet tall. <laughs> yeah, it's not like perfectly baby size. Way too big. He's not spewing the communism lens anymore. Oh, this guy's taking a shortcut, too. Oh, look at that. This is a shortcut? Not really. Oh. You said that you, you're not going to play the game again. <laughs> <laughs> he's running. I like how he's not waiting for uh, Liberty Prime either. He's just like, or Liberty yeah. Sean, sorry. He's not waiting for Liberty Sean either. That's the whole point of it. Oh, you know what? I, I think he's going to play it up until... Um, Kellogg is fighting for the for Liberty, <laughs> for Liberty <laughs> Sean. So your spouse is literally fighting Thank Kellogg. You two, follow me. Thank Come you. on. What's gonna happen to all those people? Step on the platform in the center. All right, getting ready to go in the vault. Where's Does Liberty? He show it? There he is. There he is. <laughs> is Sean okay? He's fine. He's fine. <laughs> He's fine. <laughs> <laughs> It looks like he's taking his oh like his like 
Yo, Transformers we, action figure into the vault with him. Yeah, like, he's <laughs> fine. It's just standing like horizontal, <laughs> and it doesn't move at all. It's not, yeah, it's not tracking properly. <laughs> it's incredible. Oh my! Oh, that's awesome. Say fast forward to the fast forward to Kellogg. See if he does the. All right, we're at. I wish he would be saying the lines. I can go to the very beginning. No, 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 no. what? Or oh. you will be eradicated. <laughs> <laughs> It's in the crib right now. <laughs> it takes up the entire bed. He does take up the entire I think he probably sized it to take up the entire bed. They're just talking about like... Sounds like fun. Yeah, hey, what do you want to do after breakfast? And he's just sitting there, democracy. Communism is a lie. It's great. What a fantastic month. There you go. That's that's the mile of the week. Scoots the scuff mod of the week. The perfect mod doesn't exist. Got him. <laughs> <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Okay. So, uh, what do we want to talk about first? You want to talk about Microsoft um, console wars? Okay, so that ties in, though. That ties in. Yep. So let's start with the big news of the week. Uh, Microsoft buys Zenimax Studios. The parent company of Bethesda for seven point five billion smackaroos, which is which impressive. A fun fact is that they what they just spent on Zenimax was more than what Sony made all of last year. Is it really? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is kind of like a flex. In a way, yeah. Like, a oh yeah, you have all the games in the world, but you know what? We have more money than you. <laughs> yeah, we're just gonna just. Casually dropped seven point five billion dollars yeah. on this company, and uh, there was a meme where it was like Phil Spencer is going to go talk to like uh, Bill Gates, and he's like, "Hey, we want to purchase." A-. He's like, "Just do it." <laughs> <laughs> I I heard that they were thinking about doing it, and then an hour later, I heard that they did it. <laughs> yeah. So I really imagine that it happened. Yeah, quickly. I literally woke up to somebody saying speculation is, but that is about to be bought out by Microsoft, and I was like, "That's not going to fucking happen." Like, why would <laughs> Bethesda do that? And then, like twenty minutes later, it was like, "Yeah, they just paid seven point five billion dollars for him." So uh, that's I, the thing. I now. think they're still working things out, but even Zenimax and Bethesda is already like, "Hey, we're joining Microsoft." So oh, it yeah, seems pretty like about like, Howard "Hey, it's and, happening," but you know, um, so. Huge implications for a lot of different reasons on this. Uh, Todd has already basically confirmed, and Pete Hines also confirmed, that uh, all Bethesda titles will be on Game Pass Day 1, which is huge for Xbox. Huge. Game Pass was already their biggest, like, advantage over over PlayStation. Right, and then it just just, got bigger. bigger. Yeah, like, huge. Especially when you look at it from, like, now... If you're a Game Pass owner, like Starfield, day one. Oh, God. Elder Scrolls 6, day one. Now, now that's like I'm in ready the future. To lust for those. That's like <laughs> in the future, obviously, but like, you know, in the short term, like obviously Skyrim, Fallout, Doom, uh, Dishonored, all of those are all coming to Game Pass. Plus, whatever they're working on in the meantime. I mean, yeah, it push, pushes out games, and Zenmax in general pushes out games pretty regularly. Yeah, so far Across it looks like Deathloop is going to be on Game Pass now. Um, what's the other one? 
ghost something ghost uh tokyo ghost wire something like that that looks like that'll be on game pass as well so uh it's pretty fucking insane news and it ties into the console war so at this table there's a pretty heavy lean towards xbox in the room but uh i'll play the devil's advocate and be the playstation guy here so playstation has always had the big exclusives they've always had like uh, you know, the Last of Us type stuff, Bloodborne, all that thing. Then it's always felt like Xbox's only real exclusive to go to was Halo and Gears. maybe Gears of War. That's all they needed. But <laughs> uh, now they don't have, like, there's not going to be a Gears coming out for the new console. Halo Infinite's been delayed in 2021 for obvious reasons. And uh, so oh. Xbox had nothing going into November. I would argue that PlayStation doesn't have as much either they have like they keep talking about spider-man but spider-man is dlc they have a lot they have the new horizon zero done that's not coming out uh no but but it's on the dock yeah so it's halo though it's already been delayed once what are you talking about Yeah, you're and did you watch the showcase like well yeah but that was you know (laughs) during COVID 19 so like please you know please i'm i would assume that they wouldn't push the game out like that and the reason i say that is because halo 5 even though that game sucks balls halo 5 looked way better than than halo infinite did yeah so for them to go back and to you know have craigs all over the place i don't think that and the demo for halo 5 was also rough but that's because it's a demo and the metallic um shading and like texturing or whatever you want to call that wasn't really added in the demo but they added it later so yeah. All I'm yeah. saying is, is that Mike, you have Xbox's big console reveal. What's going to be your big game on your new platform? Halo Infinite. You go into this, and they show that. I don't know how Microsoft even let them show that. Like, mm-hmm. if I'm Microsoft, I would have looked at that and have been like, "No, we're just going to say Halo Infinite is coming out and whenever, and we're not going to show this because that was it was a travesty." Yeah, I mean, I would agree. What? Well, <laughs> I'm not one for. I own all the game systems. Like I really don't. The console war to me is kind of pointless because it's kind of like whatever you like to play, you're just gonna buy that console. Xbox. I've always liked. I've liked Xbox Live. So you always better than PlayStation Xbox. Network any day. And that's because most of my friends had an Xbox, so that's why I played the Xbox. But like all the exclusives, I I had to get a PlayStation because they have the best ones. There's no doubt about you know that. But with Game Pass and even just having Game Pass, you know, yeah, you don't have some of the exclusives coming out. But for those who don't have an Xbox already or want to get Game Pass that don't have it already, I mean, the new console, you're still going to get stuff day one. You're going to have tons of stuff to, to play. Well, there's going to be tons of stuff both ways, absolutely. But I'm just saying that uh, Sony has notoriously always been the exclusive um, machine, I'll go with, over Xbox. And uh, Xbox hasn't really ever had anything except for Gears of War and Halo. Like, that's all they've ever had. And they don't have either one of those going into this. So, to me, this felt like Xbox saying, like, okay, we need something on our side. Come November, what's it going to be? And this is probably the biggest move that you could come up with for Microsoft. To build up hype, which all my hype, for instance, Xbox, I'm not getting an Xbox day one. There's no point. There's, I'm not getting as, either as one you, day one, but yeah, I'm yeah a PC even, gamer, so it doesn't really... The thing is, with the PS5, all the games that are coming out, you can get on PS4. Right, same, so same it's with like, Xbox. It, it, yeah, so it's kind of like, you know, there's no rush. 
but it's all about the new hardware and the new this and the new net if i look at it if i look at it from a destiny perspective like uh destiny beyond light it's coming out on november 10th so it's coming out the same day as the new xbox and the big draw there is that now you're going to get 60 fps 4k uh graphics blah 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 coming to um destiny which was huge higher fov all of that so um that's also a big draw like the increased hardware for yeah you're playing the same game but you're playing on increased hardware bigger fps higher resolution and whatnot there's another uh point that i see that playstation one because of their their uh pricing point but i think that the fact that their specs are the same also hurts them in some ways in terms From of one to the other. Or? So PS five, both versions, the discless and the one with the disc drive has the same hardware in it, right? but one's just cheaper because you're assuming that it's because there's no disc drive, but those are relatively cheap compared to everything else that's in there. So they, they chose to take a loss and it's the same price as the Xbox series S, which has lower specs than the xbox series x which is so stupid of a name that's my number one complaint but uh <laughs> there's already people accidentally buying xbox one x thinking that yeah. it's the xbox series x because it's so stupid but my, my as someone who purchases both consoles i'm still i'm gonna go for the 500 like disc drive for the xbox series x because it has the better hardware but then when i get to playstation i'm gonna get the 400 one because the specs are the same and I only ever get the the you only get it all exclusive specs. You're right. So, and for someone who buys both consoles, you know, Sony's going to take a hit because uh, I'm not going to buy their more expensive one. Uh, so Microsoft's been pretty adamant about the idea that uh, uh, they're not really fighting Sony in this war. Like Sony, it feels like Sony is fighting Microsoft, but Microsoft has always said that their true competitors are Google and Amazon. Like, that's who they want to get on the level of. That's why they brought most of their games to PC. Like, now there's an Xbox Microsoft store on PC. You can play uh, most stuff uh, cross-platform. They're leaning into that heavily with things like Sea of Thieves, Rocket League, um, obviously uh, Fortnite. So And Game Pass Ultimate is such a... Because it's not just you get games for your Xbox, but now you get them for your PC as well. And this cross, you know progression between the two right cross and then you've got but on top of that you also get x cloud which is the streaming thing that you know the technology might not be exactly there yet but it's better than stadia i would argue at this point and it's and it just comes with your subscription so if you have a google or android phone you already can do that for free if you have you know you're not paying extra for it right so and then now you're going to throw on top of bethesda exclusives and like it always, Max in general. it always felt like to me Sony was fighting themselves more than anything else um, yeah. <laughs> more than fighting Microsoft and I think Xbox has the right idea because Sony hurts everyone when they do the I think the exclusives I, I don't think the, the you know the exclusives in terms of Horizon Zero Dawn things like that they need to sell a console so I understand that they have games like that but the biggest problem that I see is like for instance Spider-Man how he's that that new Avengers game that came out that you can only get Spider-Man if you have a PlayStation that hurts everyone because now Spider-Man can't be a, a prominent part of the story. He's now he's going to be like a side character that you can play for a little bit and that's it. And he would have been cooler if he could, that's actually in the, in the game. 
but they can't do that if Xbox can't, you know, have access to it. So that kind of stuff I hate. Bungie did it with their Destiny 2 and they did it with uh, Destiny 1 as well. More so Destiny 1 than Destiny 2. Yeah. Well, now the, you know, it's kind of a heavy lean the other way now. Yeah, Bungie's working a, with now it's on Game Pass. You don't have to buy the new DLC anymore. It's just on Game Pass now. So if you have that, you're already right. getting the DLC. Which is kind of crazy. Yeah. I don't I don't uh we get, I can get into so many things about Destiny 2 specifically and how I think that it's weird. And now it's, it's hurting other sides of the game because like they're taking a hit when it comes to Game Pass, but they separated the seasons from the, the uh, DLCs now. So like last year when Shadowkeep came out, it was $40 for Shadowkeep and Season of the Undying, which was the season that mm. shipped with it. Yeah. And now <laughs> it's... $50 for Beyond Light, more straight up, and $10 on top of that for whatever the season that they're going to call it is yeah. on top of that. Because they have to, they had to separate the two because they're losing money off a of Game Pass, so they're hurting their PC player base. But you have Game Pass Xbox on the PC, though. Right, but... So you can download you, Destiny on your computer through the Xbox app... I mean, right, but there's something to be said about, and this is a bit of a old, older school mentality, I suppose, at this point. But Boomer. there's some, <laughs> okay, there's something to, be, there's something to be said for owning the content. Like, yeah, I with Xbox with Game Pass, you don't own the content. Yeah, it's a little different with the Bethesda stuff, right? Because I've owned Fallout Four, I've owned Skyrim, I've owned Doom, I've owned Dishonored, both of them, like blah, 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 but. uh Going forward, like I just don't see myself not owning Destiny 2 Beyond Light and then playing it on Xbox Game Pass. I don't know. There's something weird about that. Yeah, it, I mean, it, it, you're st I, I touched on it briefly, but I had a, a major life change, and I used to own physical games of everything. And right, I had like the same gi thing. gigantic like library of just hard copy games, and then once I that got disrupted. I only do digital. So like my whole mindset of it's kind of changed. So as long as I can get on it and access it, perfect. Right. Um, so Destiny is one of those games. I have the ultimate edition, like upstairs. Like I've got the whole kit and caboodle, the big giant, you know, the book that the came with it. edition, right. Yeah. And it's cool to have something like that, but. I'm inclined to own. So otherwise it just feels like you're leasing the game. <laughs> I just think that's weird. Yeah. It feels <laughs> like a play by service. Like you're just, I'm paying you monthly to. But Here, most continue to let me sit. But on most games, you know, that are like Destiny, for instance, that are arguably trying to copy off of games that, you know, World of Warcraft, for instance, you're paying a monthly well subscription. Yeah, it, it's and, a similar and, thing. So, like, I can see why you know that might be a model they're trying to adopt. But, but it's not subscription based. It's still no, like, no. You're it's never basically rebuying a game you already own for DLC that. Well, no, can be hit or really. miss. You're buying the DLC. Yeah, but that DLC can be hit or miss. Could be, but they're, I would say that they're on an uptrend. Like they're, you know, they're last. They, I mean, they haven't really been... missed since like 2017. To be fair, so well, like the... 2018 Forsaken was really good. 2019 Shadowkeep was controversially good, but I really enjoyed it. I, I like Shadowkeep. And Beyond Light seems as though it's going to be like this epitome of what the game has been trending towards for yes. six years. So with 
I mean, they're removing four planets. They're adding to their, you know, sunsetting weapons. They're changing systems left and right. And that's looks like it's going to be a totally different game. But it impacts players like, you know, Alex, for instance, who, you know, you're let's say Fallout 4 is on Game Pass, but you, that's like the only game you play. Yeah. So now yeah. you're paying a Game Pass every month for a game <laughs> that you could just buy. Oh, I was just going to say that, yeah, unless you're the type of gamer that needs to have a new game all the time, it would probably make more sense to just buy the game that you really want to play and sink the time into that than to just, you know, if that's the only thing you're going to play. Like you are only playing Rainbow Six Siege right now, which is, I no, mean. I'm, I'm about to be <laughs> a little bit of everything. I'm playing that. I'm playing World of Warcraft for the first time. I'm playing Division, both divisions, you know, at the same time. Um, I feel and, like. And a couple other other ones, but the Game Pass lets me, not only as one, for, as a parent, I can just download whatever games I want for my child. They're like, okay, those are the ones that you can play. And with him, who is, his mind is always like, I'm bored of this game, which there are adults that are like that too, that just, okay. Or they, they sink so much time into it. Like, for instance, Fallout, you can sink a lot of time into. But, you know, you play, you know, Wolfenstein, you can rip through that campaign in two days. And now you just paid $60, $70 with these new consoles. Like, that's what the the games sound like they're going to be. Um, I don't think that's as big of a deal as everybody's making it out to be. I, I don't think it is either. But if you're only playing, if you play, if you beat Wolfenstein in two days for a campaign that's like, well, it's okay. But you spent seventy dollars on it. Right, well, yeah, that goes you know. back to the conversation we had last week about time investment in video games being worth the money. But right. and um, I think Game Pass is worth like it's the best thing it's on the market. For, right, it's the best alternative. Yeah. But uh, touching on the idea of like game price inflation, I, it, people have made such a big deal about uh, games going to seventy dollars. But if you look around the world, like everything has inflation. Except for video games. In 1999, 2000, when you were playing SM64 and Pokemon Yellow, you were still paying 40 to $60 for that title. Yeah. Versus, <laughs> like, now you're paying 40 to $60 for Fallout 4. You're paying, you know, $60 for Skyrim originally when I bought it. You're paying $80 for whatever collector's edition or whatever. But it, there's been no inflation in video games outside of the microtransaction for two decades but there would also arguably be inflation and in like you know who is making video games so there's more studios there's more games there's more competition and oh, nobody absolutely. nobody would want to raise their price and be like all right well we're but 70 true <laughs> but like it depends on who you are like are you telling me right now that if bethesda raised their prices to 70 dollars a game that you wouldn't buy the next fallout well but what i'm saying now is that you know the industry stabilized so everybody you know like yeah, the, I'm just saying we have the number of you know people making games. Yeah, and, some indie studio is not going to be able to do that. But and you've got people that are already you know that are upset about the seventy dollars for game. You know, it, it, maybe you're a game developer that's like, oh, we can do something like you know Skyrim. That's you know, obviously it's not going to be Bethesda, but they're like, maybe we can do that and do it cheaper, and it still get the same like playability as a seventy dollar game. So it creates that you know, competition that he was talking about, I guess. Yeah. All I'm trying to say is like, if CD project red comes out and says that the next Witcher is going to be $70, that's not going to affect their sales. They're still going to sell oh, yeah, no. millions of copies. 
if some indie studio comes out and says we're going to give you this for you know fifty dollars instead of like the twenty dollars that is pretty much standard when it comes to indie games, that might be something that people are like, well, I mean, I'm not going to buy it unless it's been proven proven good. But if you have a proven studio come out and do that, like say Nintendo comes out and says the next Mario Odyssey two or whatever they're going to call it is seventy dollars. They're still going to sell It'll millions of copies of it. probably be the top-selling games. Yeah, it, it's yeah. not going to change anything. I'd probably pay 100 bucks for Starfield. They'd have to, yeah, re- they'd so, have to really break yeah, it. I'd pay, two, I'd pay exactly. $200 for it. Like, I'm we not know nothing look. about Starfield. We've gotten like 30 seconds worth of a teaser clip, and Alex is over here willing to buy $100 <laughs> worth of game for something that he literally has no clue what it is from a studio that is- has <laughs> failed for the last two years and fell on their face. This is that should tell you everything you want. He won't buy Rainbow Six Siege for $14 when it goes on sale. Exactly. Because it's too much money. Exactly. <laughs> That You're gonna be you really exactly upset when I tell you about this other game I was playing. <laughs> <laughs> so as I mean, console war. I personally, I think that Xbox. I shouldn't say win, but I think that Xbox is going to quote unquote win the console war simply because it seems to me that they are more uh, customer inclusive than Sony has been. Sony still hasn't really fixed their online infrastructure like xbox live is 10 times better than psn that's saying a lot because xbox live can be a bitch to play with right but i mean it's still way better than psn and psn's been shit for a decade so when you can't add custom content like oh yeah we'll allow modding for these games but no custom content like what's the point (laughs) that's something else that um our friend jesse said in the discord that he thinks that this could potentially hurt the modding community for for fallout and skyrim and whatnot but i feel like Josh said this in response too on there that uh, why I don't think Microsoft would want to ruin that section of the community. Like that's one of the bigger reason or one of the bigger draws to Bethesda titles is that eventually Bethesda hands the game to their community and says, okay, do what you want with it. I think that the old Xbox before Phil Spencer came on would have probably destroyed it Um, or or like the chance of there been higher. But when he came on, like he came on during like the Xbox One, like time frame. So the Xbox One was a disaster. Uh, like when it was getting pushed out because it was marketing as an all-in-one console, but people just want to play games and things like that. Also, so, it wasn't really an all-in-one. I mean, it was, but it was. I mean, as someone who had cable, like it, I thought it was cool, but like I understood. Like I mean, I'd rather play good games because that's why I bought it. And PlayStation, PS4 had the better games. So, but now I think how their their mindset is they they're buying all these companies. A lot of them we haven't even seen games yet from. So, like in two years' time, next E three, we're gonna see all these studios they've bought, including Bethesda. And they're, oh, that conference is gonna be huge. Yeah, that that's gonna be their biggest one because they just acquired all these companies, and now eventually they're gonna have games put out, and they're gonna be Xbox exclusives, especially since most likely. Timed. Especially since most likely, like, and I personally think this will happen. I think Halo Infinite will be delayed farther. So if you push Halo, if you push Halo Infinite back to uh, Christmas next year, along with the potential uh, release, I don't want to say release, the potential um, showcase of Starfield by Bethesda, and you put that all in a Microsoft. Um, they showcase, by it's gonna be fucking huge. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be a huge showcase. And they even showed some stuff that isn't released yet at this E3 that we don't have a timeline for yet. But even from 
uh, the creators of um, uh, Fallout New Vegas. Obsidian. Oh, Obsidian. Obsidian. They had that, what, Avowed or something like that? That right, looked kind of yeah. cool. I mean, and now, again, you have Bethesda now. Maybe they can work on another. Well, yeah, room. now Obsidian and Bethesda are both under the same parent company. So yeah. it's potentially possible for a remaster or a, a new um, New Vegas, New Vegas 2, whatever you want to say. If, if Microsoft, they wouldn't do New Vegas 2, but they, Obsidian might work on a Fallout title. If Microsoft continues to kind of do what they're doing, and the, the key is is to just let their companies do what they're doing. Yeah. But that is a, it's so, you know popular and make so much money that they don't need Microsoft to come in like, Hey, micromanage this. So as long as they just kind of, Hey, obviously we bite you guys, but you guys do your own thing. Well, that, that and, would be, and, and you know, you're under our umbrella, you know, we'll hope, you know, game engine stuff, you know, money. I right. think have uh, money into it you have our infrastructure. I think you need to look no further than what they did with Mojang when they bought Mojang. Right. They basically left Java edition untouched. There's no, you know, mine coins and like dumb shit like that and java now it exists in the bedrock version but they they allowed java to just be whatever and they're not pushing that kind of stuff on it so i think that they'll probably behave with bethesda and not if anything we'll probably see an expansion of the creation club because that infrastructure is already there so it'd be really easy for them to just use that um but yeah i would also like to believe that and I, I, I don't want to say, like, this is naive of me, but I would like to believe that Pete Hines and Todd Howard don't, and I, and I know it's not their decision, it's the higher-ups at Bethesda, but I would like to believe that there was a conversation between Xbox and Bethesda that said, yeah, $7.5 billion, but at the same time, like, we're still fucking Bethesda. Like, yeah. Yeah. just and what let a- us be w- what we are. And as a someone who's an Xbox fan, what I want for like Fallout, you know, Skyrim, Elder Scrolls, Starfield, all of that, I want it to come to. The, I want it to go to the PlayStation too. Like I want it to go everywhere. Um, well, they and said- I think the ultimate flex on on Microsoft and the kind of like, hey, we're leading the way, and like you can play this. Maybe make it timed, you know, because yeah, at the end I of the day, they're a company, but you know, still include them, like because that will make. They talk. They talk a big game, but they got to you know actually do it because they want everyone to be inclusive. But if you get a PlayStation out of such a popular game series, you know I could see where that would be. You know they would get some backlash. But at the end of the day, I'm an Xbox guy too, so I don't really don't care. <laughs> From what I understand, that is what they're looking to do is timed timed releases for PlayStation, and yeah. that, it's obviously super early on. We don't really know what they're planning to do yet, and I, yeah. and there's the new consoles aren't even out yet, but. Um, I think things like Doom, for instance, are, is an easy Xbox exclusive. Like you can make that an exclusive, and I don't think that's a too big of a deal. But games that like Fallout and things like that, the more you know, I think you underestimate the Doom community a little bit. I love Doom, but you know, maybe having not all of them free to. I mean, again, until PlayStation lets up, why should they do any favors the, to Sony? Really, but those the titles have never been exclusive ever. So yeah. I have a hard time believing that they would do. They weren't. They weren't that when, you know. I don't. When they were, uh, they weren't under Microsoft's bloom before. But they were like coexisting partners with Microsoft back in the Oblivion days too. Yeah. So, they they weren't exclusive then either. So I, I have a hard time believing that will be the case. Even if they don't do timed exclusives, the very fact that it comes day one to Game Pass. 
is huge. Is like is already a huge monumental. Yeah. And the best part is, is that you want to own the game, sure. But if you already have Game Pass, you can just wait for that game to go on sale, but still be playing it through Game Pass and just and purchase it on your own. That gives you a chance to actually play the game. Like, oh, this is actually good. It's not Mass Effect Andromeda that I was so excited <laughs> for. And now it's a piece of shit. Uh, I could have, you know. Also, like Alex said, I it's a little different for me versus him. Like the amount of games that I play, the amount of diversity that I play. Like Xbox Game Pass is obviously a much bigger draw to me personally. It hasn't been to this point because there isn't anything that I don't already own on there. But yeah. if you know Starfield comes to Xbox Game Pass day one and I don't have to spend $80 on a collector's edition, then that might be a draw for... And he, well, even Alex, who doesn't really play Xbox as much, I mean, Game Pass Ultimate goes on sale all the time. You know, you can get a free three months yeah. whenever it drops every now and then. And you can just play some of these games on your PC. You don't even need the Xbox. So you can still benefit from Game Pass without having one, which is yeah, pretty dope. I will say after the PlayStation um, showcase, I was pretty heavily... Leaning in PlayStation's favor, though. They had Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, big one for me, personally, the Demon Souls Remastered. It was a PS exclusive a back one. then. That's a day one release. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is, yeah. I think that one and the Spider-Man. And then the Spider-Man game DLC, whatever it is. Uh, it looks really good when I watch it. I played this. I beat the Spider-Man game. It was really good. And this Yeah, looked, the Miles Morales. It, look, yeah. it does look really good. And then there's... Um, there's a bunch like what was it Ratchet and Clank, or is it Ratchet and Clank? Yes, has one coming yeah. out. They they have a new one coming out. I don't think that's day one either. But ray traced fur. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just want to comb it. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> yeah. So they they have a lot of stuff coming out too, but um, I don't know. Xbox just didn't blow me away. And when I watched the Xbox showcase, there was nothing in that. Not one single thing that got me like, they you know what? Yeah, Xbox, they're really doing things. Over. Not one single thing. But again, half of their studios that they have showed stuff. So they, like, again, it'll take some time. So, like, I, I, I can see at least a little bit of the bigger picture. When it when you just look at the, at the showcase, I agree that PlayStation did better. But, you know, games like Stalker, things uh, that I'm excited for. Um, I, I actually like the, um, that zombie game that the third one's coming i forget what it's called i'm not sure what you're talking about dying light no um i don't know what you're talking from about undead that. labs it's a it's it's a, another zombie game but it, i i played both of them and they're really good um but uh they had good games in there and avowed looks like it, it'll be cool but again it wasn't a gameplay trailer so state of decay ah. state of decays yeah that's what you're talking about okay so they have good stuff, but again, I think it'll just, I think next E3 will be the, when they actually have the games to back up. Yeah, it say. just kind of feels like they should have, you know, I don't want to say waited. Obviously they can't wait, right? They want to hit that holiday window, yeah. but uh, it feels like you're going to get all of this new technology and this cool new Xbox and you're going to sit down and you're going to be playing the same games for the next six months at least. And it's like, okay, well. You know, yeah. what are we doing here? And I would say PlayStation 1, the pricing, or even though I was talking about it earlier, how for people who have both consoles, I would say I win because I can get the better Xbox for 500 but I don't have to worry about getting a 
the same PS5 quality, I can get the $400 one, which is cheaper. They take a hit for it, but I don't. So it's good for me. And then PlayStation owners who don't care about physical discs, ultimately, I would say they win. Yeah, and as a like scumbag elitist PC gamer, like I'm not gonna <laughs> yeah. buy either one of them, so it doesn't matter. But like maybe two years down the line, when they come down to you know 199 on a Black Friday, I might be like, yeah, sure, fuck it, let's do it. But uh, see, multiplayer games, I'm all for PC now. Like I'm I'm strictly going PC to do that. But still, like games like Doom and that, no. I'm not gonna play the multiplayer. No, for like sitting on my couch <laughs> on a 70 inch screen. Playing like 4K, like sitting on my couch relaxing is like way more comfortable to me than sitting on my desk. I'm already sitting on my desk. Like you can have that set up with your PC. That's I literally have that set up with my PC. And that it looks in your living room? Yes. You're you're I have a family. <laughs> I can't just put my computer in the What is your what do you mean? What are you talking about? Your entire living room and your it's, well, I don't even know what to call that. Well, I'm going to put my computer foyer. there, but when I do like schoolwork and stuff, I'm going to be in the living room still, like with the 70-inch TV. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I can have other monitors, but I'm still going to have to sit in the living room. Now I've got like you my son who to wants to watch TV to while I'm, I'm watching, I'm trying to do homework. I'm not and, saying it's like, you know, feasible for you. I'm just saying that it can. you can have that set up. Of course you can, but you know, you're or single you and you can do whatever the fuck you want. Or you, you could literally put a couch right behind where your computer desk is. There's room right there. As riveting as this is. <laughs> I want to talk about something. <laughs> I, right, okay. Good. We'll end with me being right and you were wrong. Okay, that's, that's <laughs> I want to talk about uh, my most beloved game, Minecraft. Uh, been playing it for a decade. It's a great game. <laughs> what is it again? What's it uh, uh, yeah, it's this little known game. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Now, is it a mobile game? Not nah. <laughs> technically. The answer is yes. <laughs> uh, now, supposedly in a week they're going to have a big announcement. It's probably not going to be as big as Hornets. as anybody wants it to be. Uh, really, I wanted to talk about how I'm kind of disappointed with them. Okay, uh, because all of these games have been coming out that have been there that are inspired by Minecraft. Some might even call them Minecraft clones that basically just stomp all over the game's engine. And like, they have features and stuff that I, I mean, it, it's kind of ridiculous. I'll um, tell you what, Oliver has a game that's on my phone. I even pull it up it's called <laughs> Blockcraft. <laughs> they don't even try to look Blockcraft 3d. It's literally right next to Minecraft even on my, uh. <laughs> and you know what it is? Is it just straight it's up Minecraft. <laughs> Like, yeah, well, yeah, it looks like yeah, it. Look, look at that. It's literally Minecraft. So I, but it's free. So I, don't have to, I bought a Minecraft clone. Oh my god! I purchased with real money. It's oh called Vintage Story, and I want you to go ahead and click that that little thing that I put up there. Okay, for now you. wait a second. I, I have something to say real quick. You came in the room and you said I played a new game. And we got all excited, <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, and, dude. And you didn't play a new game. You played the same oh, game. Okay. You, uh, you haven't even clone. seen the goddamn trailer oh, yet. So okay. press the button. <laughs> <laughs> well, you started with it's a clone of that. Do be fair. All right, here it is. Sorry, 
for the ear rape. <laughs> the, the extra loud pig squeal. Explore the far reaches across the Okay, this literally boat. feels like Minecraft with a weather system. It is uh, so much more. Alright, that was weird. Like, <laughs> that was weird. Like, I don't even know what was that. This does look better, though. The, uh, the animations and the characters. Look at that, man. The smithing. You actually have to hand smith your tools and stuff out like that. <laughs> they got health hammers. They got windmills. This does look better. I will give you that. Regional ores and minerals. Realistic mineralogy. It, uh, it's got seasons. It has actual progressing seasons. And temperatures. Is that and... a real swimming animation too? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it's all there. It's you bizarre. The rotation in soil care. Yeah, you actually have to pay attention. There's a to tame animals. It's like a process through the generations. There's food preservation. This is called Vintage Story, by the way. If you want to check it out. Yeah, there, there's you can have avalanches. Bees. Realistic beak. Oh, yeah. See that? Done. See that raccoon? How it just stole that? The raccoons will steal your food and stuff. I mean, they're, and they're, they will actually like hunt each other. Thousand plus block height. You can chisel individual um, voxels out of blocks, so you can make statues and shit. Uh, yeah, this looks hella better. Yeah, this is like way better. This, this is what I'm saying. The framework for this now I, I bought this game and i've played it and it's just as good as it looks and it runs really well on my computer and uh i'm stunned i'm genuinely stunned by it and it's made me more upset at moyang for not doing anything remotely like this i mean they put out an update between uh one four one point fourteen to one point fifteen do you know what was in that update just bees literally nothing else <laughs> just bees <laughs> and everybody's like oh we gotta have a cave update we gotta have a cave update and they're like all right well you can have um snowier snow or like i don't know a camel maybe like that <laughs> that's all that they're giving us and i, I mean think, and and you know the reasoning inspired is by that the long dark long dark playing it if I, they give you everything then you're gonna play everything and then you're gonna stop playing it. i think yens is scared I think he was always scared since Notch handed him the reins, and he's just like, "Well, I don't want to, I don't want to have the game lose its magic. I don't want to, you know, make an update that's going to make the community mad. I think they're, they're, they don't know fully what they're doing. Yeah, but if you don't try something, your community's just going to turn on you anyway. Well, that's, I think that's what's happening. It, it started stagnating out. They let Fortnite come in and, and do all this crazy Shit stuff. I mean, yeah. could Minecraft have added a, a a dabbing emote? As dumb as that sounds. Would I have hated it? Yes, but they could have done it. And yeah. it would have, you know, it's the little things like that that could have helped retain the masses, their base. The masses would have enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, that this this is literally the first time that I've ever seen anything on Vintage Story and that I looks like a it. ten yeah, yeah, it's like it looks like a ten times better Minecraft. It, it also it says inspired by the long dark. Is that the game the long dark? Because that's a fantastic game. <laughs> I, I'm just not, for the record. I'm not sure, but okay. Well that's I mean, a fantastic game you, just you, for the record. You actually have to nap your stone tools. 
Like you have to get a rock and another rock and there's different types of rocks and everything. Uh, <laughs> and you have to like literally chisel the tool head out. It sounds like playing New Vegas on hardcore difficulty. Like <laughs> it's it's actually very difficult. Like, you'll die. <laughs> and what I liked most about it was it gave me the feeling of when I played Minecraft for the first time, like way back in like the the beta version of the game. Yeah, the Whereas, wonder and yeah, the wonder and the unknown and all that. Uh, I mean, I can get diamond tools in like two hours, maybe when I start the, like a, a normal game of Minecraft. And for this, it took me literally all week to get to uh, be able to smith iron um, because it's not as easy as no, it is not easy at all because you can't even. You can't even make a pickaxe of the Stone Age. You have to scavenge for minerals on the surface, like in rock form. Like it's a whole process. See, this is something that you know, as um, if I was like the in charge of Minecraft or in Xbox, like I can, you know, I had pool. I would say try to acquire these guys. So and then and then make a Minecraft that's like have it how it is now. That's good for kids. But then like those who grew up with Minecraft that are older now, give them something like this. If you thought that's all, you're fucking wrong. Because guess what? The most popular Minecraft server that has had literally like 11, what is it? They've had like 11 million players on, uh, in total, like unique players. It's called Hypixel. Uh, they, they they hold several Guinness World Records for having like 60,000 concurrent players on at the same time. They're a big deal. Um, uh, Mostly known for like crazy mini games and all kinds of fun stuff. Well, they made their own studio and they're making their own game. And they were, they're working together with Riot Games. Oh, God. Oh, no. And uh, go ahead and click, click that high tail. <laughs> now, this was an announcement video actually from uh, 2018. Yeah, I haven't heard anything about those. But, but watch this trailer, dude. <laughs> high Pixel Studio. This is what Minecraft had the chance to be. <laughs> okay, the ear rape. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it just starts off so slow. <laughs> <laughs> so you got all these character animations. I'm getting animated more of like textures. a Nintendo vibe. I'm getting like a Stardew Valley vibe. Yeah, like a mix of Stardew Valley yeah. and Minecraft. I mean, just looking at it, it already looks more engaging. Yeah, well, I mean, they got proper animations. The combat, in, combat looks way better. The combat. You still got the same block this general idea. Not yet. I would totally play this. It, uh, it gets more exciting towards the end, where it lists some... Special features. <laughs> Is Minecraft about to die? I I think that this could be the next big thing. When this drops, I could see this like knocking Fortnite and Minecraft off the pedestal. Both right behind it, they can. They've got the ability to push this. So what's fascinating about this is because this is made by Hypixel, they know exactly what the game needed, what Minecraft needed, and they've just included it right off the bat. There are external tools for Minecraft that they've included directly into this game from the get-go that you don't need external tools for. 
I mean, you can watch videos together, dude. Like World Painter, you can make machinimas and crap. You can like record. I mean, yo. This is yeah, what Minecraft right. had the chance to be. Minecraft dead <laughs> in the water. <laughs> yeah, I mean that. It all comes down to. Um, I mean, the fire effect that they're working with Riot tells me that this one's gonna be. Um, it's gonna be on everyone's radar. I feel. It's uh, they, have, they have like Fortnite where they can push. Like products through, and and like hey you, you like look at check out our other game Hightail. It's a you know I remember how we made PUBG, um, or something better than PUBG. And now we made something better than Minecraft. I uh, I don't know how this slipped through my radar because 57 million views, but... <laughs> oh, my <God>. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, well, You said they had, like, what, 60,000 players on at one time. At one time? Yeah, yeah on, so. on Hypixel, so... so I'm assu- yeah, I'm assuming they're all... Register for the beta. 2021 is the release, according to this. Yeah, that, I noticed that, too. But I didn't really look in to see like what their release date was looking like. But make movies, I can't wait. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, the tools that they were giving you were like tools that I always hoped uh, Minecraft would add. Like back in the day, I remember when they brought in a guy who worked on a mod called Mo Creatures, and he had you know he had sharks, he had you know all kinds of bugs and scorpions and crazy um, all these crazy mobs that he, he made to the game in this mod. They brought him on board and he worked on the horse model. And that's how horses got out of the game. Uh, and I was super excited because I'm like, look, they're drawing from the modding um, pool and they're they're learning from what people want in the game. And then that was it. That was all they got from him. And then they later were like, oh, the horse model's too detailed. So let's make it more dumb. <laughs> and they decreased <laughs> the model. They actually did that. So, and they haven't, and they haven't drawn from the modding yeah, community again. It does. It is pretty stagnant. Like Minecraft is still fun because you can not play it for a long time, and then jump back into it. But as, but sooner or later, the, the, it get, you get, you know, it gets boring Yeah, because you've already done it before. But now, you know, this seems like it's more of a continuous, you know, even uh, both of these. I say I tell looks more. good, but the vintage story one looks great right now. Yeah. The uh, the only uh, reason that I'm playing Minecraft at this point is because I have learned over the years how to break the game to get it to do what I want. <laughs> how to use uh, dumb things like the scoreboard function to like get it to do obscene things that the game is never meant to do. <laughs> like right clicking a carrot on a stick to perform a function to get you to transport somewhere else, like dumb things like that. Um, and it's only because I know how to do this stuff that, that I'm still playing because I'm, I'm learning how to break the game in that way. But uh, over the years, as I've been making things like resource packs, you know, I made the 3d models and stuff like that. They have, redesigned their system for how that stuff works several times. And every time that it breaks, I have to relearn, but they don't, they don't, they haven't really improved it. They've just changed it. (laughs) (laughs) Like there is no good improvement for it. So I don't know. I'm just, I love the game so much, a decade of my life, never going to forget it. But when I see things like this, I'm just so disappointed. (laughs) I'm just like, please, (laughs) please try to compete, like fight back. What are you doing? (laughs) 
the it feels like, like the Simpson uh, meme or whatever where the kid's crying and he's like, "Stop hitting him! He's already dead! <laughs> yeah, he's it's already like, dead!" It's, it's like to right now if you're super big into Minecraft, it's like you're a Browns fan. Wow! <laughs> feels like you're watching all shot. these other teams start to do or are doing way better. That feels like a shot. <laughs> it's because you were. There's a lot. Browns. There's a lot of talent on the Browns right now. Never. Let's just not talk. We'll about We'll save it. that for off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. That's. I'm I'm pumped for it. it. Does yeah? It does look really good, and it feels like my exactly what you said. It feels like Minecraft is just getting pummeled and not fighting back. Yeah. I think what you should we can do is um, we'll eventually we'll have a YouTube channel for Game Lust and we'll probably maybe you can play some of the vintage story and Hightail where we all can and then post it on there and that way people can actually see what we're talking about um, and be like oh yeah that is better than Minecraft <laughs> <laughs> so cool all right what all else right. we got on the menu is that it yeah, we're at we're at fifty one minutes so we're pretty much so we. Uh, you know, we were going to do a top five. Apparently, um, I'm the only one that was semi, somewhat. <laughs> I didn't know what it was. Slightly prepared. You, I texted you it and you said okay. Yeah, I don't remember that. I didn't get any text. So I'm. Last night, you told me when we <laughs> were going to record night. today. I, Ana asked me today when we we're going to record this. I told her I had no idea. <laughs> and I was 100% truthful when I said it. I said, See, I think he said something about three or four. So I was in the ballpark, but the fact that my memory degraded September over like September seventh, Josh. Yeah, it's the twenty. It's the twenty sixth. Yeah, nineteen <laughs> days ago. Yeah, I, I texted you about this top five, and you were like, "Yeah, okay, let's do that." <laughs> we're coming today. You have literally you no what. idea. All right, it's fine. You you tell me something right now, and then by next week, ask me what you told me. No, because and I, know and it's I, not and I promise you it. that I won't remember it. Gun okay. to my head, I wouldn't be able to tell you. <laughs> My middle name is Alan. Oh, I'll remember that because of Jurassic Park 3. <laughs> yeah. Alan. Oh. <laughs> My dog's name is Dakota. Okay. I'm going to ask you next week. Okay. All right. All it's right. such a stupid name for a dog that I'll probably forget. <laughs> That's a great name for a dog. <laughs> All right, so the top five we were going to do, though, is uh, top five worst endings in video game history. Uh, I have a top five. These guys are just going to free ball it. So uh, I guess I'll just do mine and then they can just kind of riff if they want. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> so a number five is uh, kind of controversial because uh, it's not really a bad ending, but it it's a bad ending because of the way that the game system works. So number five is Dark Souls. And the reason why this is a bad ending for, to me <laughs> Okay. The reason <laughs> the reason why this is a really bad ending to me is because uh, the game doesn't end there. The entire idea of it is that you either link the fire or you don't, and then the cycle starts over. And then that is the function of New Game Plus in Dark Souls. So it feels like everything that you do with the ending doesn't matter. Because you link the fire or you don't, and then the cycle starts over and you get back up at the beginning of the game and it's just playing through the game again on a harder difficulty. It's kind of like life, right? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> so the ending never really matters. It doesn't matter if you link the flame. It doesn't matter if you don't. It doesn't matter if you go for the hollow ending. It doesn't matter because in the end, you're just going to wake up at the beginning on a higher difficulty and everything is going to be reset. So 
to me that's why that's like a terrible ending because there is no ending so number number four this is this is something that i'm sure alex can agree on since he's a big fallout guy fallout three terrible terrible ending (laughs) <laughs> I'm just gonna do that every time right now. Playing poetry, is that okay. Fall three, terrible ending, because you say either sacrifice yourself for the entirety of the, um, what is it in Fall three, DC or whatever, yeah. and uh, that's it. You just sacrifice yourself, and then you don't get to see anything of about what transpires after that happens. Like you just, you're the game's just over. It's just done. Yeah, that's where you, you have to get into the Fallout erotica. Right, yeah. Well, <laughs> fan-made erotica. Yeah. That's how you... Oh, Liberty Prime. <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there's like... It, it's a bad ending to me because you just... It's, it's just done. It just ends. It just ceases to exist. That's that's it. You, you're, you're done with the game. It's over. So, to me, that's horrible, too. I hate that when there's not a conclusion. Okay, so running like, theme, got it. <laughs> yeah, but that that's not going to be the running theme for the rest of this. So number three, the original Borderlands, and the reason why this is such a terrible <laughs> ending is because you go through this entire game like fighting uh, psychos and all these different things, and you're going forward and you're moving forward, and it's all about you know opening the gate and blah blah and then you just get to the top of the summit that you fought really hard to get to the top of and then there's just this octopus monster (laughs) comes out of the vault and it doesn't even really come out of the vault it only comes halfway out of the vault and you're just like fighting tentacles and it's yeah i think it was lame but i don't think it was yeah it 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 felt like you're getting cock blocked it was that's not a good end pretty bad I mean, maybe it's just because I like to be uh, the submissive or cucked and <laughs> from treasure, but you know. <laughs> yeah, so you just fight this tentacle thing, and then it blows up at the end, and there's like loot chests there, and then that was it. And I felt like, why did I fight this whole way just to fight like four tentacles? And in one of, and arguably one of the easiest boss fights to end like an epic game of all time. That's a whole nother list we could do. Like, so easy. It was ridiculous. All right, so number two, and this is the epitome of bad endings. The original rage. <laughs> the, the original rage is such a cool game. You go you go through this, like, dead wasteland, and there's, like, all these different, uh, um, like, alien mutant-type enemies and, like, giant colossal enemies that you face on the side of, like, skyscrapers with, like, rocket launchers and shit, and you have these cool weapons, like, um, I can't even remember the name of the fucking... The wing stick, uh, and all these cool things, and then you get to the end, you fight into what they call Capital Prime, like, this is, like, this is the fucking, like, dopest thing ever, and then you get in there and you hit a button, and you just hold off, like two waves of enemies for 30 seconds <laughs> and that's the end of the game you did it <laughs> that's the entire ending of the game i fought in the middle of the game towards the beginning i fought a colossal like skyscraper sized monster while i was inside the side of a skyscraper and he was busting through windows to grab me and the end of the game is just me hitting a button and waiting 30 seconds <laughs> while enemies like 
kind of poured in for the front door. You can tell when these games were like, oh, shit, the deadline's coming up. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was like, just, just add a button. How are we going to end this? <laughs> and then the disappointment of Rage 2 made it even worse. But that's... For Rage 2, the worst part of that was um, as soon as you got to the title screen and then on. It, the whole thing was bad. The story was bad. It was an empty wasteland. The only thing that was good about it was the gun mechanics. So, and even that, there are other games I'll play that have an actual good story with yeah. better game mechanics. <laughs> and then number one, this is a high going to be highly controversial. Okay, this is the big one. Number one, the original Half Life. <laughs> more specifically, <laughs> more specifically from from Zen forward. Because I don't understand it. I don't understand it. You fight to get out of the Black Mesa facility for mission after mission. These like epic fights and tons of enemies. And you're picking up new weapons along the way. And you're doing different puzzles and all this thing. And then you get to the end and you get out. And then you end up on an alien planet somehow. And then you you have like no ammo for the rest of the game basically. And then you fight like a giant baby. And I'm not kidding when I say that. It looks like a giant <laughs> alien baby. And you want to know the worst part about it? The mechanics of the boss fight are as so. The way that you, the way that he damages you is by throwing like these fireball things at you. And if he hits you with it, instead of it doing damage to you and killing you, it sends you to a jump puzzle. It sends <laughs> you to a jump puzzle. It sends you to a separate room. That you have to climb via a jump puzzle while shit's shooting at you, you have to and damaging the, you. You have to break out the Just Dance pad. And you, you have to get to the top of it <laughs> to get transported back into the room with the giant baby. It's, it's Oh, it's awful. It's like it's one of so those, bad. like, you know, bee movie, except every time you see a bee, it's the entire Shrek movie. <laughs> Dude, that's my favorite show. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> For, for a game that, like, it gets so much praise, and the first, like, 75% of it is so deserving of all of that praise. It is such a good game up until the last 25% of it. When you step onto an alien planet for some dumb reason, oh, I hate it. I, I <laughs> fracking hate it. Yeah. All right, do you guys have any submissions since you're just sitting over you there? You know, I really didn't like how Emil died in the end of Reach. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you another one that was bad though is the Halo 2 ending. Oh, really? Controversial. Mm. I can see I can see it on their face. Look at <laughs> I think that I would have to agree because they cut the warthog run. They cut the warthog run. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they didn't have that. And, and we, I think it's okay after the we know what happens in Halo 3, like how the beginning of it. Yeah, but you can't but like, tell a story that way. Exactly. So like, yeah, I could see that. I could see that. That's like I getting to the, the end of a Harry Potter ending. movie. And like, like, for instance, I was just playing. Don't worry. The, you'll we, get Anna it three movies from now. <laughs> just beat Halo 2. Uh, she's never played it, so we're playing through all of them together. And uh, like the end of it, you're like, oh, that's the end. Like, oh, okay. Like it didn't feel like the end yet. So, yeah. I mean... That kind of feeling is... I agree with that. Alan Wake, another terrible ending. Uh, Mass Effect 3, giving the player the <laughs> illusion of choice. Yeah. Even though it didn't doesn't matter. Yeah. As long as I get to have sex with Garrus, that's all that matters. <laughs> all right, that seems <laughs> like a great Shepard. place to end uh, this, uh, this uh, guess. 
Now that we know exactly what Josh wants out of Mass Effect 4. Uh, Bring Garrus back. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say Garrus fully with a full physics model. <laughs> uh, the only part that's ray traced is his tits. <laughs> Is that too much? No, no. Okay. <laughs> it's like super. Like, uh, it's like he's a male. So uh, thanks for listening to the uh, Game Lust Podcast. And, um, That's right. With the Game Lust Podcast, I can talk about lusting for Garrus all I want. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. And, and, I know you're trying. And uh, yeah. Any, you know, any shares, likes, listens. It's all appreciated. Do it. Do it. This you slut. Wow. Wow. We're the wow. If we can get if we can get 500 likes or shares, I will publish my own Garrus novella. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Nobody wants that. Okay. Uh, wow. Adios. Wow. Wow. <laughs>